Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Well, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Exciting times, my friendly listeners and viewers that tune at the city view. They can see you on season two of uh, Your Honor. What a great series, man! Limited oh, man. series. Let me, let's correct this. Limited series. Yeah, yeah. limited series. I, 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 of course, was was very <laughs> disappointed when I found out that this was going to be the final season of this limited series. I was like, oh man, you know. But I was like, I understand. I understand. The story is worth it. Story right. is worth. So uh, we're going to jump a little bit more into uh, season two in a little bit. But, uh, you know, I was doing some research on you, but you've been all over the place. You've done like, you know, acting, you've got groundlings, whatever this year, trained in Taekwondo. My daughter does Taekwondo. She hey, okay, it. yeah. It's like, you know, you've done a little bit of everything. Broadway, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, some off-Broadway, yeah. It's like, you've been busy. Yeah, you know, I, I it's one of those things where I, I guess I had a bunch of interests that all went in different directions. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, is they all involved <laughs> seemingly hurling my body through space. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, with Taekwondo and with, you know, theater, you know, you're up on that stage and you're, you know, you're moving, you're grooving. And, and even with acting, you know, um, I especially jo- enjoy doing fight sequences when I can. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I guess I just had that bug where I just, needed to move and express myself somehow. And uh, my parents spotted it at an early age. They were like, get this kid out of the house doing something because before he tears something up. <laughs> so, so how did like the whole acting bug started though? Were you watching something on TV, movie or? You know, it, it's it's really funny. I, I think it just started as like, like I was saying before, like, you know, a, a way to, to get out of the house. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it wasn't until wasn't until maybe I saw like maybe Back to the Future the first time, okay. and then somebody informed me they're like, "Okay, now time travel is not real," and I'm like, "It's not." And they <laughs> said these people are actors. I said, "What? <laughs> What's that? I, I want to do that. That sounds really interesting." It was like I get to be in this cool car and have these fun adventures and mm. sign me up. You know, that sounds like a lot of fun. That's awesome. Uh, uh, is there anybody in the acting world that you look up to where you kind of like watch their work to like study, make your craft better? Oh, a hundred percent. There's, there's quite a few. Um, I guess maybe, maybe the guy to talk about today would be uh, Jeffrey Wright. Mm. Jeffrey Wright, um, especially when he was, you know, starting out was a chameleon. He just moved from role to role and, and every time you'd see him, you'd be like, is that the guy from the thing? But I think it is, but I'm not sure. And you have to look it up and you're like, it is him, you know? Um, he's just such a chameleon in that way. And he's he's always honest. I feel like he always delivers and he always, you know, keeps people engaged and, and interested. I actually do, um, if you've ever seen, um, what, Westworld season one? Yeah. Uh, I do a <laughs> Jeffrey Wright impression where... Um, you know, it's like the big reveal or whatever. And, uh, you know, we find out that he's a robot. And so he goes, mm, that doesn't look like anything to me. So there's my Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> so, well, I watch other interviews with you. You've done other impressions too. Like, how did you yeah. like, did you just start like one day trying to learn how to do impressions? How did that happen? You know what? 
I, I've been doing impressions since I was a little kid. Um, I would see people on TV and if I watched them long enough, I would just do impressions of them, you know? And I think my parents didn't really think anything of, I did an impression of my grandpa, you know, for the family and, you know, it always had them in stitches. And I, I think I found impressions as a way to sort of, you know, bring joy to people's yeah. lives, you know? And they always found it, you know, it is an odd thing to to be able to do, and uh, and especially when you when you nail it when you get it right, you know. I think people are really like, oh, that was something special. Yeah. What's your favorite impression that you enjoy doing? Oh, um, <laughs> not a I lot. Gotta, I got to put you on the spot. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> um, it, it's funny. I, I do a I do a really mean Obama, um, and I and I do enjoy enjoy doing that one. Um, but I also do a really mean like T-Rex from Jurassic Park. So I I, I mean, take, <laughs> take, take your pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you ever watch something and sometimes like you listen to it, you, you pause it, you try to like work on it to see if you can get it going? Yeah, it, it, especially if there's something, because what I found with impressions is I need it to be kind of in my wheelhouse to start. Mm. So if, if it's something that I think I can do, then I'm like, okay, I, I bet you I can nail that, you know? And so, yeah, then I'll, I'll play it, you know, I'll watch it back and I'll do it along with it, yeah. you know, and then I'll play it again and do it along. And then I'll, and then I'll, uh, I won't play it and I'll just do it myself and see if it sounds similar at all. You know, that's sort of the process. I wrote down here, uh, you've done like, you know, growlings at UCB. Do you enjoy, did you enjoy that, that time doing that? Or do you ever go back just to, Hey man, I was Go back last week. It's really yeah, funny yeah. that you should bring it up. I was back last week. Um, a buddy of mine asked me to do um groundling show called Cooking with Gas uh for Black History Month. And uh yeah, me and a bunch of other performers were there. Uh and we just had a blast. We had a really fun time. And I, I yeah, I enjoy I enjoy that immensely. It's it's just a, such a great opportunity to play and create and have fun. Yeah. You know, and then the audience is there. So you have that audience element and then, you know, it, it's all improvised. So, you know, you can't really plan for it. And that's just, that just keeps you on your toes. It, it's really exciting. Right. Yeah. How yeah. many years did you do that? Gosh, Groundlings. Oh, man, I've been doing that for at least 10 years now. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just started, Um, you know, I I, I had like um, I was doing some sketch comedy and some improv in New York. And then when I came out here. Um, friends would just ask me to kind of like join their their teams or their squads, you know, and yeah. so we'd start performing all around. And then after a while, it just got more regular. They were like, oh, hey, will you join us for this? Will you join us for that? I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's let's have fun. Let's perform. Yeah, I'm yeah. down for that. You see a lot of like uh, SNL people get that's how they get found and everything. Was there ever been like everybody behind your mind, you know, like maybe they'll see me and you jump on or what? You know, it, it's really funny. Like, um SNL, I, I thought about it a lot. SNL was never the dream for me, per mm -hmm. se. I, I really enjoy watching it, and I'd love to host someday. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the dream for me more was, you know, movies and television. Yeah. Awesome. Speaking of movies and television, now you've worked on some cool shows like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. There's always that, if people Google, oh, yeah, YouTube searching, right away comes up that scene where you're dancing and everything in that show oh, and singing. Oh, nice. Everybody nice. talks about that, but, like, you've know, <laughs> also been, like, you know, like I said, this fool, uh, Your Honor. What's been, like, your favorite project you've worked on? You know, um, all, all of them, uh, 
everything I've worked on holds a, a very fond memory in my heart. Um, and uh, Crazy X was wonderful just because the, the show was great. It, it continues uh, on, which is wonderful. Um, I did this movie, Happiest Season, uh, a couple years back that comes around every Christmas holiday, which was really wonderful. And honestly, it, it just keeps getting better and better. You know, now with Your Honor and working with uh, Brian Cranston and Isaiah Whitlock Jr. and the entire cast, it's just it, it, it's sort of an embarrassment of riches, if you will. You know, I just keep having such a fun time working with everyone and learning a lot. You know, um, one of our uh, crew members said it's almost as if we get paid to take a master class working on this series. And I was like, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, so yeah, let's jump right into that. I mean, it's an amazing cast. Um, so uh, what do you think makes the like, uh, you know, we saw season one. Did you get a chance to watch season one? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I got the audition for the show and I watched the pilot so that I could, you know, understand the tone of the show and did my audition and sent it off. And then once I, I got the part, I was like, well, let me, let me watch the whole season so I can understand what's going on. And um, yeah, I I was an instant fan, instant fan of the show. I said, this show's really good. What an, what a privilege to, what an honor, if you will, uh, work on the show. But yeah. Yeah. So like after watching season one, we didn't nobody expected a season two to roll around with this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't either. I thought it was done. I, you know, I just knew because I had auditioned for it. And I said, well, what are they going to do? Right. Dude, it's crazy. How do you how do you pick up from that? Mm. And, and the smart thing that they're doing is they're sort of, you know, instead of making season one, the end, they sort of make the end of season one, the middle, mm. the middle of this journey. You know, it's sort of like two halves that yeah. come together to form a whole. And I think that's brilliant. The show is great. What do you think makes it like where people are tuning in to watch episode, episode every week? I think, uh, you know, there's there's great power in the hope for redemption Mm. for these characters, you know, and and to see them go through these and, and, and they're all presented as very human, too. So to see them go through these circumstances and you really root for them, you know, even through their grief and through all the things that they're going through, you root for them to make the right choices. Oh, excuse me. This is my phone buzzing. Sorry about that. Um, you root for them to make the right choices and the right decisions. And I, I think that's what keeps people coming back uh, uh, week after week. And it's and it's it's like it's one of those sto- uh, shows where like. Yeah, you're rooting for the judge, you're rooting for even the mayor and everything, like even like these characters. But in a way, you kind of root for a little bit for Jimmy's family also, some of the members yeah. of the family. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really strange in that way. And I mean, that's that's also a testament to the writing. All these characters are presented as human, you know. Yeah. You you just kind of want everyone to get to a place where they can all understand that that they're okay, they can get along, they can survive, yeah. they don't have to do the bad things. I I think that's that's also a, a big thing about it because they are presented as human and you feel so attached to them. You just want them to please make the right decision. I, I care about you. Please make the right decision. Right. You know? Yeah. So we see you as Zeke now. Uh, what drew you to the role? How do you prepare to play such a character like Zeke? You know, it was really interesting because, you know, so so Zeke's like this savvy political operative. He's uh, uh, in charge of the mayor's campaign. And then, you know, once the mayor gets into office, he's in charge of making sure that he stays in office. Right. Um, I was really interested in, in playing a guy 
that does everything that he can to sort of make this work. You know what I mean? And 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 has to keep somebody else in line. And then, you know, in my head for the character, I, I saw this mayorship as just a stepping stone for what, you know, he's going to do uh, uh, later with his career, you know? Yeah. So, so I feel like he not only wants to make a good impression, but he needs this to work. You know what I mean? For, for the, for the, for his future, he really needs for this to work. Right. So yeah, I was drawn to that. Yeah. And I mean, between all these characters, there's a little bit of dirt on everybody, even the mayor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How about Zeke? Are we going to see any dirt on Zeke in the next few episodes? You know what? It, it, it's really funny because we're kind of having this discussion how, you know, everybody's so crooked on the show. Yeah. Is there, is there maybe someone who's sort of on the outside, you know, mm. and so we kind of played with that. Like how much does Zeke really know? I, I feel like he knows, you know, where, uh, you know, Jimmy Baxter stands, you know, I think he knows, you know, some, some things about Michael, but I think his primary objective is just making sure the mayor, mayor's hands stay clean. Mm. You know? So I think, I think whatever Zeke knows, I think he tries to keep his distance from it because like I said, he does have, future plans and future ambitions. Right. So I think out of the characters, maybe Zeke would be like the one who's kind of above board, you know? How do you describe like the relationship between Zeke and Charlie? You know, it, it's, it's one of trust, one of great trust. It's um, one of honesty. Um, and it's definitely one. I, I feel like, I feel like Zeke's, um, when he was hired on, I feel like he's had successful campaigns before. And yeah. I feel like the mayor was like, you know what, this is my guy. This is my guy. This is guy going yeah. to make sure that I, you know, and I think, I think Charlie also wants to, to someone to keep him in line, to help keep him in line. Cause he doesn't want to be doing all this stuff. He, he wants right. to be the mayor. He wants to serve the people. And I think Zeke is a helpful reminder of that. And so, yeah, I, I think they, they really, they're sort of drawn to each other in that way. Mm. What do you love about Zeke? everything um <laughs> you know I, I think one of the things if i were to just pick one um i love his style man's got a mean style i remember when we were trying to figure it out with um you know me and and the uh the wardrobe department um just trying to figure it out it's like oh what, what's this guy's swagger you know what what's he like you know what is he dressed in you know what's on his wrist you know uh what's in his pocket you know stuff like that um so yeah i, I really i really like his swag yeah. You don't see Zeke's stress either. Like when Charlie's asking Zeke for like advice and stuff like that, he's pretty like like not mellow, but like what's the word I'm looking for here? Like he's calm about everything. Mm -hmm. It's like, let me think about this and let's do this, you know. Yeah. Because when you're a you know, when when you're a campaign manager and, and you're, you know, your job is sort of that of a fixer, right? Mm -hmm. So or or someone that's good in um um sort of, you know, a, a catastrophic situation. And and to be one of those people, you have to remain calm. You know, everyone right. else can be losing their heads and everything, but but you've got to be the one that actually figures things out and helps keep everybody else calm, you know. Brian Cranston said this, you know, season two that said, were you kind of bummed when you heard that? Or were you kind of hoping yeah, 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 yeah. see a season three? Yeah, it was really funny because, you know, you get the gig and you're like, all right, 
I'm on a series and it's a great show. Here we go. Oh, yeah. oh, it's okay. Great. It's the last. Okay. Wonderful. Um, you know, but that comes with the territory that, that happens. Um, and then it just gives you more opportunity. You know, people are tuning in. Lots of people are watching it. Lots of people are enjoying it. And so hopefully this will, you know, lead into the next job. Yeah. Right. It is a big cast. Like when you went on for the first time, did Brian or like even Isaiah give you any like uh, tips about coming onto a show like this? Any advice? You know, uh, I don't. I don't think there was any advice, but um, uh, Cranston did compliment my acting on like um, one of one of the first days that we were working together. Both him and Isaiah right. had a scene, and you know, I was just you know uh, doing some stuff for my coverage, and then um, he and Isaiah were like, "Man, these young cats!" I mean, he's like, "I saw you over there." He's like, "With this look and that," and so I was like, "Hey, man, you got the stuff," and I was like, "Oh." Thanks, Brian. I really appreciate that, man. <laughs> that means a lot, you know. And then him and Isaiah were laughing it up. They're like, "Oh yeah, man. These guys, these guys, these young cats." Is what they said. <laughs> and from other from interviews that I've seen with Isaiah, even like Brian, they seem like they're very like humble and like they enjoy doing this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And and I think, you know, if you want to have any sort of longevity in this, you know, career in this field, I think you've got to come from that place. You, you got to start there because, because at the end of the day, ideally it's, it's not about you per se. It's about the work. It's about the project. Yeah. All these people are coming together to make the project as great as it can possibly be. And, and that's how I approached it. And that's how they approach it as well. You know, we all want to make, the show the best that it can be yeah now is this uh is this season two is, is it 10 episodes like last year yes it is yeah so because episode six recently year that's the one i watched the other night correct mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what do you think I next four understand. i know we can't talk spoilers but next yeah. four what are we expecting some uh some big things happening you know what man um if you were a fan of season one i i think it's you know sort of uh structured in the same way you know you you, you build up that tension and just like a pot on the stove, you know, it, it starts to boil. And and these last few episodes, you know, the, the lid's going to pop off. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Maybe we can have a spinoff or something like that. You never know. Hey, that's right. Maybe maybe a Zeke spinoff. There you go. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what would it be? Uh, so they have your honor. Maybe they call this uh, the, the camp. Your mayor man. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. your mayor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's next for you, bro? Any other projects you're allowed to tell us about? Uh, nothing I'm allowed up. to speak about now, but uh, I do have a movie in the works that I'm trying to get off the ground. So as soon as I get more info on that, I'll let you guys know. Yeah, that's awesome. Bro, how can the listeners of yours find you on social media, keep up with you and for the rest of the season of uh, your honor? Uh, find me on, ooh, pardon me. <clears throat> find me on Instagram and Twitter at Burl Mosley, B-U-R-L-M-O-S-E-L-E-Y. Well, this is great. I think you for giving me today. This is fun. Let's get you Thanks. back on. Likewise. Appreciate it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.